Hello, friends. Welcome to the Slim, Fitty, and Biggie Committee podcast, where we review hip-hop albums so that you don't have to. Coming up on today's show, we have part one of Sahai the Prince's mixtape, The Black History Project. All right, let's get into it. So, podcast number two, The Black History Project by Sahai the Prince. Matt, this one was your choice. It sure was. How'd you come up with it? Like, what was your thoughts in deciding this was the one you wanted to do? I had um, a few thoughts, actually. Um, That's a neutral. Anyway, moving on from that, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I um had a few thoughts. Um, I, I wanted to like, I wanted to write down my thoughts and and present them to you boys. And I think I remember sending them to you in a message, like um when I uh suggested that we review this mixtape. Um, so I'm just looking back through what I sent. So to summarize, I I remember I, I chose this mixtape for five reasons. Um, one because um, I've, I've just been like impressed with Sci High, the Prince as a, as a, an artist for like some time now. Um, ever since Danny, I think first introduced him to me, I love his, like, he just has such a unique sound. Um, I would, like, I, I don't know, like maybe Danny or, or you, Aaron might be able to compare him to someone else. I just can't compare him to anyone else. Um, He's uncomparable. Yeah. But like yeah. which which album did it was it a song or was it an album no, that kind yeah, of hooked? Yeah, well it was actually this this mixtape was the one that hooked me because this was the first um body of work or songs from this body of work that I had heard, which Danny introduced me to. I think it was there was a collection that he showed me. Um Napoleon was one of them. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Ba- Basquiat was another one. And I Do think you remember, that remember- I think it was like you came over once and I just had this playlist playing. It was random, like, yeah. but it was a Sci High playlist. And I think I'm Fine was on it. Do you remember? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah and yeah. that was the one that like got us, that was like super catchy. And that's from the album. But that's the one where we were just like singing that shit all day. But on that yeah. playlist was also, like you're saying, Napoleon and all that. But I think yeah. I'm Fine was where it started. Really? Okay. For you. For you. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it could could be. Um, but I just remember being really like impressed with his unique sound. I liked his flows and his lyrics. Like his lyrics were just like, "Wow, this shit's crazy." Um, I also picked this mixtape because um, I um I've only listened to his um debut album so the no dave on sundays in mm-hmm. its entirety and i haven't listened to any other works of his in, in their entirety so i wanted to do something um else of his that, that uh, was new for me um i'd only heard positive things about this mixtape from danny and from others um so like online 
So I knew this was going to be a worthwhile review for us. Like I knew we were going to enjoy it. Um, well, hopefully anyway. Um, four, um, we haven't reviewed Sire the Prince yet as a committee. So I was like, this is fresh. And finally, <laughs> I've ordered them in sort of list of importance to me, but this is still important. Um, Dead End Hip Hop have reviewed this particular mixtape. Um, and I, I, I like just get so excited to watch their reviews, particularly when I've listened to an album completely. I just want to hear their thoughts and compare them to mine. So, like, I, for example, like After the Allegory by Royce, which we reviewed, I like, as soon as we finished our podcast, I went and I watched the Dead End Hip Hop review and I was just like, oh, it just like, just tops off the whole experience for me. So, um, they're my reasons for choosing this mixtape for us to review. Matt, if you mention other review people on our podcast every single episode, <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> shout outs to the, you know, the, the OGs, mate, you know. We've done that shout out in the last. I think we can skip it. <laughs> well, I think the interesting part about this one is that you two have got a little bit of experience when it comes to Sci High and obviously a little bit of experience when it comes to this mixtape i haven't heard any of it so this was straight off the bat like i've heard no dope on sundays but i haven't really been exposed to sahai at all mm. what do you mean you you heard no dope on sundays you've heard the whole album no no just the song oh that's the only thing you know is that's no pretty dope on much it. i don't really have any other background on no. sahai you don't I remember did... like anything like us ever playing anything or talking about him or anything not really i remember like you guys discussing a line or two but it, it must have just gone over my head i just would have been there and didn't register um and i it didn't inspire me to, like you guys must have just been talking and i just was thinking about something else but i never went and actively searched yeah so going in completely fresh mm. what did you know about it did you know anything about him well, I didn't really. I like was just like, all right, Saha. I know there's a bit of, you know, positive news coming his way, but you know, I did do a little bit of research and just had a look through. He's only got one like studio album. Everything else has been mixtapes, and you know, he co-signed with um, Kanye, um, and he was also part of um, like. He he had this weird like he was part of like Def Jam for a bit as well, um, like he it's it's quite interesting like his journey because he was co-signed to like Def Jam and um, Good Music by Kanye's at the same time and then Def Jam got rid of him in 2015 so I think he was there since 2009 um, so he was there for ages I think yeah it was Convict Music who signed him under Def Jam Records. All right. It's like this weird kind of journey that he's been on, but now he's just under good music. I've actually heard like that was one of the reasons why he, um, like the No Dope on Sunday album took so long to come out because he just had a lot of issues um, with labels and like, um, like his history and sort of the game hasn't been as favourable for him um, as it could have been, like he he obviously has talent, um, but yeah, he just it's it, from what I've heard, it doesn't seem like he's had like a a really lucky run. Like obviously being signed with Kanye is like is good, but um, 
I don't think people should base what they think of Sci High on his one debut like album. I just well, I guess the interesting thing is that you know his his first mixtape came out in 2010. That's Royal Flush, and then yeah. No Dope Sundays didn't come out until 2017, and he's got seven mixtapes. So like he's done a lot of work to get where he is. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. interesting because, like, you say he has seven mixtapes. This is the only one I've ever heard of and listened to. This Black History Project. Everything this else, is, yeah. This is his sixth mixtape. So he did five before this. So he did yeah. Royal Flush, Royal Flush 2, Jack of All Trades, Ivy League Club, and Ivy League Club Kickback, all before the Black History Project. Oh. And still what it would be like to go back and listen to that. Yeah. Well, I mean, it might be worth it because, like, arguably these two, like Black, the Black History Project and the second one that follows this, Black History Project 2, the buzz is all around those two particular mixtapes of, of his. However, some of his other mixtapes might be good as well. So, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, maybe maybe the mixtapes is where, like, it's at for Sci High because, like, he's still sort maybe of trying not. to find find his feet in um maybe not um but he's still trying to find his feet in sort of the studio album world or get the right support that he needs but like i don't know it's sort of like sort of like drake isn't it with um um if you're reading this it's too late like that was initially released as a mixtape but like that shit is so dope that it's like he i don't know was it his decision to go nah it's actually an album guys like i don't know maybe yeah. Maybe or maybe not might be the case for this mixtape. We'll have yeah. to wait and see. Well, it's just clear that Psy High just has nowhere near the amount of appeal that like someone like Drake has. Yeah. Like, that's the whole reason why I reckon he's only come out with one album in 2017 and then has been quiet ever since. Like, they don't know how to market him. Like, he's, he's a rapidy rapper. There's, yeah. It's hard to get into the mainstream as a rapidy rapper. Mm. I mean, I think he's done a couple of features, like, but it's it's it is hard, like, because you go up against your Drakes and you go up against you know Travis Scott, and it's really hard to get in. It's just oversaturated, and you know they don't really have that mainstream appeal when you come to a real lyricist. Yeah. Mm. When there's artists like Sci High who obviously have so much talent it's like if they were sort of managed well or like i don't know promoted well like i just wonder how big they could get like for example like (laughs) oh we're not we're not even probably 10 minutes in and i'm already mentioning eminem but like with with eminem it's like he's even said himself as well as other people in in the industry one of eminem's like one of the contributing factors to his success other than being one of the greatest of all time is that Paul Rosenberg just knew exactly how to market Eminem. Like, and he made all the right moves at the right time to, to make Eminem as big as he could be. So it's like, you know, I wonder if the people in sci High's corner are doing exactly that, you know, because... But how can you turn around and say that he's been, like, you know, potentially not managed correctly when he's been signed with Kanye for, you know, since 2010. It's really yep. weird to say that, but Kanye isn't exactly a failure. 
and he's been with Def Jam as well. The, I think the problem is that he doesn't have something that's different enough is what would be difficult to market about. Like, you know, you can't compare Eminem. Eminem changed the game because he had something that no one else had. Can we say that about Sai High? I guess, you know, maybe we'll find out at the end of the review. But it's hard to turn around and say he's been mismanaged and maybe it's managers, but at the same time, he's released a lot of music. He's got a lot of stuff out there. It just hasn't caught traction. Mm, yeah. And that that makes me wonder why. Why hasn't why hasn't this guy caught traction? Like are people just sleeping on him? Like I don't know. You know, some people just stay underground. You know, some people just don't get mainstream appeal and some people just, you know, no matter how good they really are, they never make it to what people actually care about. I mean, you look at Royce as a good example. We reviewed his album last week, but he's been with Eminem for a long time. If anything, he's had the huge opportunity to blow up, but he just hasn't been able to and he's made all different types of tracks. He's made tracks from your gangster lyricist rap to your poppy shit um, to, you know, and now he's producing his own music. But what is it? Like sometimes it's just people can't get into it or they just doesn't appeal to a mainstream. Yeah, or it could be I suppose that like maybe those particular artists don't want to be a part of the mainstream. Maybe they, they want to do their own shit like, not for the like radio, not for that sort of thing, just for them. For just for basketball. <laughs> I'll be honest, I knew that was coming. I was setting it up for someone. <laughs> Twelves, Twelves. Yeah, you got I don't do this shit for radio, I do this shit for basketball. I'm Swahili. Sorry, guys, you want to just wrap this whole like. <laughs> all righty let's get into it the black history project sahai the prince track one the prelude matt i know you love a prelude what do you think (laughs) i do love a prelude i I, like you guys know my album rating system i review every track so prelude interlude (laughs) bloody outro whatever it is i'll review it um so I, first of all, start off by saying this is a three-star prelude. Whoa. Um, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's above average. Um, mm. Doesn't blow my socks off, though. But it's, um, it's a nice short track. Um, I like how it introduces Sci High by his, like, his real name. Tells you a little bit about you know, when he was born and where he was born. So I'm already sort of being able to connect with him through knowing a little bit more about him. I also think it's really cool that um, it's framed in, in the sense of a, a conversation between a, a teacher and a student and that the student is presenting his black history project. I feel that gives it a really um, nice platform to um, sort of introduce Sci-Hi to, yeah. to this mixtape. Um, and it also subtly suggests that this project is going to bring some educational shit um, because, like, you know, it's in the classroom environment and, you know, he, he, he's, the student is uh, presenting his project to the class. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of this prelude. I, I, if, I hope this sort of is to continue throughout the album as like a um, story, an ongoing story. 
but the way you talk about the prelude is as if it's five stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why'd you give it three? Because if I was to give like, if it's just a speech, if it's just like talking, I'm probably only ever going to give it around three. If it's got some like lyrics in it, some some music, then then we're getting into the realms of four. I, I don't know if I'd ever be able to bring myself to as much as I love a prelude, giving it five stars. Um, it's 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 not essential to the album, but or to the mixtape. But it like I I feel it adds a another element or like to it that gets you involved in the story of the mixtape. I, I say later on. I think when we're talking about the interlude or the next interlude of this track, I mean this album. Fuck this mixtape. What am I saying? When we talk, when we go into the next interlude of this mixtape, I think I recall writing down something like, when they're they're presented in like a story that um, transitions throughout the body of work, it makes it feel like an album to me. Yeah. So it, ma- it makes yeah. it feel like a, a big like production. A big. It almost makes it feel like a movie. For example, like you're watching a movie. So like, although this might not be essential. It makes it feel more professional um, for me personally. So, you know, it's three stars because it's beginning a story. It doesn't have any music or or any raps to it, but it's good. I like it. I hope it continues. Mm. I almost think it is essential. I think it, like you said, it makes this mixtape feel like an album. And that is like such a positive to say about a mixtape, that a mixtape feels like an album. Like... Mm. That's that's really good. And I think the skit works. And like if I was listening to this mixtape, I would I would never skip this. I would never skip the prelude. I would always listen to it because it just sets it up perfectly. I reckon it's really good. I'm not gonna give it a star rating, but yeah. I would never skip this prelude because it works. I think the good thing is that it like eludes what the whole album's gonna be about. That that was what I liked about it, um, yeah. and it was short. Like it wasn't a long skit; it was like yes, yes. really quick. So I didn't, I didn't hate it being there because it didn't take up too much time. If it went for two and a half minutes, I'd be like, "Well, all right, you know, cut this shit down." Yeah, and that's with all of them. All of them are less than thirty seconds. All of them are not attached to an actual song, so they're their own thing. That if you do want to skip it, you can very easily. It's just like, yeah, it's not offensive at all. So I'm very okay with it. I like it. Yeah. Well, I think that moves perfectly into track two, intro, black history. Um, Danny, do you want to kick this one off? Why not? Um, The intro, it's short and it's very sweet, baby. Um. (laughs) I could hear this beat like play for hours. I love this beat. Like, and so I feel like Sci High could, if he wanted to, rap on this beat for hours. Like, he could do that. Um, like, it doesn't matter. This, this song could be one minute, which it is, or it could be 20 minutes. And I would just love it the same, I reckon. Um, and he's got like cool, like, Sci High is a great rapper. That is going to be the theme of this mixtape. Sci High is a good rapper, a great rapper. Uh, and he has really funny lines, like straight off the bat. 
I'm like an old piece of French cheese. I'm so legendary. Like, <laughs> do you get that? Do you, uh, do you like? Sorry to interrupt, but like, yeah. do you see what he's done there with that that lyric? I kind of see. I don't fully understand it because okay, so- I know I, I know dairy. I know. Yeah, go on. Well, the dairy part's, I think, obvious, but it's like yeah, saying, yeah, but he's saying, like, I'm, I'm like an old piece of French chief nigger and I'm so legendary. So, the, like, old, obviously, and legend, like, a legend is something that's old. It's like a, a, a tale oh, I didn't or a, even a get story that, part. that comes from the past. And then he combines that with, of course, the second part of the, the word legendary, dairy, which is referring to, you know, dairy products such as cheese. So it, it, it's so witty. That, that's my favourite track lyric of this yeah. track. Like, by, now, Can by. I just ask, did you get that from Rap Genius? Did I get it? Well, see, that's the thing. When I listened to this album, I had three or four things open. One, I had SoundCloud open because that's where I managed to find the, the, the mixtape from. Two, I had Genius open because every single – track I've, I've listened to I've, i followed along with the lyrics so yes i picked up on i think a lot of lines that i possibly wouldn't have if i didn't have genius open so, Three, so I had my- yeah but so you clicked the link that's that was this line and you read it and that's what it said no i didn't i didn't open it no it, it, it doesn't say that it doesn't say that okay good yeah. okay because yeah i tried not to do that but, like, I did have Rap Genius open just to uh, follow along with the lyrics, so I didn't miss anything. But I didn't want to click the links and have it all explained to me because then that's, like, that's not what Solihai would want you to do, I feel. you like... Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I didn't even... Ca- I, I got the... I, I thought it was, like... I, I didn't think it really worked because I thought it was, you know, I got the dairy, cheese dairy, and I got... Maybe it was like, you know, because all French words start with le or, you know, so it was like legendary. But that still doesn't make sense. But the way you're saying it kind of makes more sense. But besides that, the way he delivers the line makes the the line. Delivery is everything. Sci-Hi on this mixtape is the king of delivery. He Mm. makes every punchline sound amazing you're gonna see that over and over in this album just every mixtape hits i mean not every punchline lands with like maximum impact yeah pacing um, is really nice here like he just paces each rhyme so well and the rhymes are really good and they're really punchy like if we go from that french cheese line like i chose i used to play in the corner like the secondary but somewhere deep beneath my mind there was a treasure buried yeah. instead of rapping about them pistols that you never carried tell, tell them how them folks hide your ass to nevuary hey. it's, like, it's just multi-syllable rhymes it is just punchy shit and it's just smart like yeah. i love this as well like this was in my opinion an amazing intro mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I also I want to point out like a couple more that I liked. Um, just like our daddies were in the chain gang, so it's hereditary. Like, I like how it ties into the theme of Black history, mm. um, and also how it compares slaves to like wearing chains around their ankles to rappers wearing gold chains around their necks. Like, I think that's yeah. just really clever. 
But my mm. favourite uh, is this is Death of the Trap. If you're yep. sleeping on me, go enjoy the rest of your nap. Like that is that says something. Like if you underrate Sci High, then you don't appreciate good music, and he doesn't want you as a fan. Mm. And if you don't listen to Sci High, he doesn't even care. Like he makes music for Basquiat. He makes it for the art. <laughs> like you will learn that later. So yeah, like this is like a fantastic way to start the album. It doesn't matter that it's a minute long, it's still five stars. Yeah. I gave it five stars as well. And the beat is amazing. Mm. Heavy drums. Like this whole album has great drums. Like oh, yeah. there's so many albums out there. And you know, this is a mixtape and he still has that heavy drum hit on every single track and yeah. it's a pet peeve of mine to have weak drums and he just, it just they just hit in this one it was produced so well yeah. um like tech beats like ah, uh, it was yeah. so good as soon as it starts hitting you're like mm, yeah i could listen to this all day yeah 100 percent. it's um it's for me it's dope like 100 percent. i agree with both of you um I love the melodic instrumental in the background as well as the solid beat. Um, are, are you getting a taste here for Sci High's like conscious rap lyrics? That he's a conscious rapper, um, and like I feel that this song is is perfectly placed for he, like at the beginning of the album for him to make that strong statement with those lyrics that Danny said of the favorite. The this is death of the trap. If you're sleeping on me, don't enjoy the rest of your nap. I'm tired of hearing fake in and. The regular raps, um, they write. I guess there ain't no real leaders left on the map. Like he's just putting himself out there and just being like setting the tone for the album here, which is what. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I'm going to get this mixed up because it feels like an album. He's setting the tone for the mixtape, like yeah, like loud and clear from the beginning. Um, I like based on this intro. Like I, my, I think my expectations of the whole project, I expected to hear like profound lyrics centered around like current events um, or and issues related to obviously black history. Um, and like, he's really just, he's effectively set the bar like incredibly high with this track. Um, my play, my, my favorite lyrics are of course the French cheese line. <laughs> that's just funny. And it's just like, it, it's, it's the way he delivers It's the delivery. You, it's, no, but like yeah. when you, when you listen to it, do you sing along to it? Do you go, I'm like an old piece of French cheese? Do you say yeah. that? I yeah. say that yeah. every time. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's, ca- it's catchy for sure. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's classic. Um, the only thing holding, like, back or holding this track back from being worthy of five stars for me um, is its length. Um, it left me wanting more. That like I, I wrote down here, maybe that's what Sci High's intention. And considering it's this titled as an intro track, maybe I've been too critical. Like I put that down here. Like so, you know, I, I, it, you both could be right. It could be a five star track, but for me on this list, it was four because it was just just too short. Like make make a song out of it. If as you said before, Danny, you could rap over this beat for hours, mm-hmm. turn it into a song, put a nice hook on it, and then you've got five stars from me. Yeah. Well, I think this is where my critique goes, is that you have a prelude and then an intro and you almost don't need both. But having said that, I would much prefer this than 
the prelude, even though I wouldn't, I don't have any gripes against the prelude. This to me, like is just an amazing way to start an album. So, you know, even though it's short, it's still five stars. Like it's just, it gets you into it. You're like, I want to listen to the next track. Yeah. But like Ooh. having said that, when you start, when you start this mixtape from, you know, the start, do you ever listen to that prelude and go, oh, not this again? <laughs> you go, oh, yeah, here we go. All right, we got this opening skit. Boom, straight into this one-minute track that's amazing. Bang. Like, Yeah, but would you put it in a playlist? Uh, no, but, but that's not the point. The point is that, that it's just uh, it all works. Like for, for the mixtape, like I wouldn't take – I would never take those things off. I wouldn't make the this track longer. I wouldn't take off the prelude. I'd keep everything as it is so far. Yeah, I mean, I, I see that. I think my point is more that a prelude fits within the album, but it's not replayable. Like it would, it's not. You know, this doesn't have that replayability. It only has a replayability if you listen to the whole album start to finish or the whole mixed tape from start to finish. Yeah, which is what I do. I listen to this mixtape from start to finish. Yeah, well, that's 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 what I've said. I do with every single mixtape or album. Like, I just I just feel they've been crafted in such a way that the artist has intended for you to listen to, to the whole thing, like like hairy balls and all. Like, you know, it's it's just like listen to it all. If, you know, if you don't like it after the first listen to, okay, then skip tracks. But like. Mm. I don't know. I feel like it's an insult to not listen to the like the prelude and the and the intro because it's like Sci High obviously put them there for a reason. It wasn't just for you know particularly Sci High because obviously he's like you know he does his raps for himself and his true fans. Whereas I suppose some other mainstream artists might have other people pulling their strings to to do certain poppy songs or things like that. But like. For this project, I suppose, in particular, I guess you're right, Danny. You, you need to listen to the whole thing and just soak it in and, like, take it as, like, a movie. Like, you're, you're being entertained. Mm -hmm. mm. Look, I think, you know, we're all pretty close on this, Matt. Just a bit harsh, in my opinion. But, you know, I can see how you just want more and then give a yeah. four. Um, yeah. yeah. I thought this was clearly a five-star track. Um, but and Danny obviously the same. But if we move into the first proper song in the album, Huey track three, what do you gentlemen think? This is a five star track. Five stars. Mm. Mm. No. Mm. Well, you go on, go on. It's it's the first five star track of the mixtape for me. Um, the sample, absolutely juicy. Um, it's an immediate highlight for me of this this whole song. Um, it I thought this was interesting. I, it reminds me of something that Kanye or Jay Z like would rap over. I compare it to sort of like Otis from Watch the Throne. Yeah, um, I get that vibe. Now that you say it, yeah, definitely. It, it, it has that same sort of sound to it. And interestingly, um, on Genius, I saw that um, he was sci high employees um, a flow that he mimicked from Jay-Z. It says that in the, in the raps that he's spitting. Like, it, it, it's a Jay-Z flow and Jay-Z, Jay like, rhyme scheme, if, if an artist can even sort of claim a rhyme scheme. So um, I thought that was interesting. I guess that's Kanye's influence rubbing off on Sci-High there. Um, he's spitting on this track, like, with 
braggadocious lyrics like, my bad, I love Jeezy, but I'm still the best to ever do it, and I ain't even put a CD out. So the <laughs> next time you say, the A ain't got no lyricist, I just think you ain't got enough taste for this exquisite shit. Like, mm. oh, it's just like, I love that. Um, also, um, interesting pickup from the, the title, obviously being Huey. Upon a bit, a bit of research, I, I discovered that Huey refers to Huey P. Newton. So um, Royce actually re- references um, this person on, on the allegory, um, given that it was a similar sort of theme to his album. Um, he's one of the co-founders of the Black Panther Party, yeah. um, a revolutionary socialist political organization. Um, and obviously that ties in really nicely with the, the theme of Sci High's album. Um and I noticed I couldn't help myself but looking ahead on the, the track listing. So I gathered from this track that, um, and then the ones that are to follow that, uh, Sci High is going to, um, call on, um, notable African American people, um, to inspire his tracks. So I yeah. thought that was, um, I thought that was kind of cool. The hook ties in nicely with the title, um, and the feature is good. But my least favorite part of the song, based on this listen, um, however, given that it's not enough for me to not give it five stars. Yeah, I mean, I gave this five stars as well, and the reason is, well, jazzy beat, heavy drums again, and the ooh sample just like I'm just popping <laughs> my head. Just that, you know, yeah. getting that soul sample in there, it just adds another layer of depth. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he's constipated, but I love it. <laughs> and he has some like if I look at this whole first verse, it is so punchy. Like, you know, I chose the lines you I know if you were shooter by the way you handle in the gun. Oh, that's Gamble, my line. And you're done. Shells burn like candles in the sun. I'm not a fan of gun violence, nor having a strap, but get popped once and I swear that you'll be scrambling for one. It's so punchy. That like he he gets to go, you know. I'm from the hood. I know what you look like. If you, I know how to pick a shooter. And to all those people who are hating for people carrying guns, you get shot, and then you come and tell me not to carry one. Yeah, it's just so gangster. Like it hits. And then you know, after the lines that you reference, Matt, he goes. So the next time you say the A ain't got no lyricists. I just think you ain't got enough taste for this exquisite shit. My verses are like Leviticus to the under underprivileged. I make music for the world. You make music for a strip bitch. (laughs) It's just like Uh, he murders you on this. Like if you you, are they your favorite lyrics, Aaron, of the track? Yeah. Oh, I could choose any lyrics. No, I could choose any lyrics in this track, in the first verse especially, and they are all killers. Like, this Hold is... On, but what did you list as your favourite lyrics? Um, I'm, the first ones that I mentioned. I know you're a shooter, by the way, handling the gun. Yeah, but when you're done, shells burn like candles in the sun. Did, did you have the same, or...? Oh, hell yes. That is gangster. That is, like, prodigy-level gangster shit right there. Like, the imagery of shells burning in a gunfight. Like, oh, that is exactly the kind of hip-hop that I love. Yeah, yeah. that was so, alone that first verse. That's five stars. Like, that was amazing. And you add the beat and, you know, maybe, like, I wouldn't change anything about this song. This song, to me, was just, like, has that replayability. I would listen to this over and over again, and I do. 
Yeah. No, that makes me happy to hear that actually, Aaron, because like I know in the previous review, like, and it was Royce too. It's like your your man. Um, like you, you, I think you gave out one five star. So to to see you have already given out um a five star. Did you wait? Did you give um the intro, the intro a five star? Yeah, as well? this is my second one. So, so you've already given out two five stars. Like, I mean, that's um that makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the, my point is that it has nothing to do with who you are. If it's good music, it's good music. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And it is good music. Oh, I knew you say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, interestingly, that you boys both had the same favorite lyrics. Um, you know, I, I suppose yeah. we're going to get some crossover. Well, of that's course, we're going to get some crossover. I'm real. That's that's what was like making me excited. Was was if we were going to match up like how often we were going to pick the same lyrics like i'm excited to see what happens in the next few songs well my my i do love those lyrics but my the ones i listed here were my verses are like leviticus to be underprivileged i make music for the world you make music for a stripper bitch and now the reason why i like these they're they're at the end of the um the first verse i believe and like not only is it just a real punchy way to finish that first verse, but yeah. um, the double entendres in this are insane. Yes, I genius this to to um to figure <laughs> this out. Um, yeah. So first thing, he's he's comparing his verses um to um the the the, um, the, the book in the Bible, Leviticus. Um, so um he's saying that he's sort of sharing. His 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 raps with like the the needy um, the people um, and then he's saying that he makes music for these people for not only these people but the world whereas he's comparing himself to other rappers who make music not only for a stripper bitch but the way he's put it is also for a bitch n mm-hmm. so he's put he's he's comparing it to not only women but also men so. He's like, I don't know, I just love that because he's like, at first you didn't think he's just like targeting like bitches, but he's also like targeting like the men who are just bitches as well. Like, yeah. oh, it's just like, <laughs> he's just, I just, I, I, you know how you said you love like um, that sort of raw, like um, gangster shit. Yeah. Like, I like, I like that sort of. I like that, but I also like that sort of like beef, like attacking everyone. I think that comes from like my love of Eminem. Yeah. Like I love that. I love hearing him like just attacking other people. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I'm saying I'm yeah. It's five stars. This is the hardest beat on the album. I'm not going to say it's my favorite. It's the hardest beat. <clears throat> it's the hardest song. Like you know when a song comes on and like. It makes you do like that screw face, like you know, it's just like, yeah. like I do that every time this song starts. It's like, it's nasty. Oh, that, that makes me sad because it's like, oh, it reminds me of Big Quinn. <laughs> so, <laughs> this, I think, is this the first one we all gave five stars? Yes, I think so. Yeah. There we go. It's our first similar, like it's the first time all three of us have agreed on a review. And it won't be the last. I don't think it will. The cool oh, thing about really? this song is that it was actually remixed by Joel Ortiz and Royce as well. So as soon as you remix a beat, you know that beat is fire. Yeah. 
Well, uh, do, don't you love how on the um, the back of the mixtape cover it tells you who like produced every single track? Like, I think that's really mm. cool because it gives it gives props to those producers because I feel like they're often forgotten unless you're like a real like like producer head. Like, I suppose like I know Danny mentioned, and even you, Aaron, you both mentioned like producers that you really love. Whereas me, like, I, I other than bloody like Dr. Dre, I don't know anyone. So it's like. Yeah it's good to have that on the mixtape because it just it gives me that visual of seeing those names and being like, oh, yeah, I've seen that name before. Like, yeah. you know, Well, this is that- how you get into producers. You, you listen to an album, you listen to a beat and you think it's amazing, you look up who did it, find other songs that person made. Mm, and then yeah. that's how you find new music and, and find people that you love and, 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 you know, people you can follow their careers. Because the yeah. cool thing is that because producers do a lot of work with a lot of different people, you actually find other artists purely because the producers are doing the rounds. Like if you look at, you know, DJ Premier, how many artists has he worked with? So if you look through his catalogue, you're guaranteed to find at least one person that you're going to like. And so it's a really good way of going, I like this sound. And if you just go from sound alone, then you can find, you know, other music that sounds similar or a producer that you are like, oh, this sounds really good. I'm interested to see what else they've done. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, before we go into the next track, which I'd like to take the lead on. um, Well, I want to say one more thing about this one. Okay. uh, But I have a question for you. Would you rather? Would you rather Mm. be the greatest rapper of all time or the greatest producer producer of all time? Well... I don't know. I don't know. Like, the rapper gets all the fame and fortune. Like, you're still the best at hip hop at some point, mm. and the rapper gets everything, and the producer stays pretty unknown, apart from Dr. Dre. Okay, Aaron. Um, I like the music side of it, hip hop. Like, I've always loved the music, but I, you know, I like attention. So, <laughs> purely based on fame, money, attention, I would be a rapper, but all things equal, if I would get exactly the same things being the best producer, I'd probably go producer. I feel like the producer is like the boss for some reason. I'm not yeah. sure why. I he feel is. like the, the producer he like produces the, the shots. shots. Yeah. yeah. That's what Dr. So, Dre does. So that, he says, that, that, he that says, take that lyric off, put that, put that on. That hook shit, take that off, I, say this instead. Yeah, he's like a, he's like a conductor. Like, that's yeah. why it surprises me that Aaron says he wants to be the rapper because I see Aaron as like the boss. So it's like I would have assumed Aaron would be like, no, 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 I'm going to go producer for sure. Um, no, but it's only because you wouldn't get as much fame and money and success out of being the best producer yeah. as you would as being the best rapper. But if it, they me, were the same, then I would go producer. Yeah. Let me also say there is a difference between a producer and a beat maker. A mm-hmm. beat maker just makes a beat, hands it off to uh, the rapper and goes, here, use this if you want. A producer sits in the studio with you and and you work on the song together. So being a producer is is uh, pretty full on. Multifaceted. Being a beat maker. Yeah. yeah. Um, what were you going to say, Danny, your last thing? Well, King Louie. Who's, mm. who's, who's a King Louie fan? I know Matt's uh, not. I've... <laughs> I I didn't mind. He didn't take anything away from me. Like he just he just didn't 
like he didn't ruin the song to me. He was like, he sounded all right, but this is all about Psy High. Like if you got rid of him, I wouldn't mind, but also I didn't mind him there. Yeah. So, so, oh, okay. So he was nothing special is what you're saying. He was, he was decent. Yeah. But like, I like compare his rhymes to Psy High's. I can. I can. He's got some good shit. Like? like I picked, well, I, I picked exactly the same two um, uh, lyrics that you guys picked. So I picked Aaron's as my favorite, the handle in the gun, gamble and you're done. That's my actual favorite. But then my second favorite was I make music for the world. You make music for a stripper, bitch. But I almost wanted to pick King Louis' opening line as my absolute favorite of the whole song. This that shy rack where out of town is die at. I advise you book your flight now and fly back. <laughs> that shit is gangster. The opening door verse like that is so dope. Like he made a mark for me. Like he fits the track perfectly. He's grimy. You feel the griminess. Like he's about the street and those opening lines just sell the whole verse for me. So I'm a fan. So, I will say his last two lines are really good too. Hit him and his mans, get him in a body bag, give me a track and I'm a body bag. Yes, yes. You see? He's actually good. Maybe I'm sleeping. <laughs> yeah. I think in comparison he loses to Sahai, but on his own with those he's good. Yeah. I just don't want to brush him off because I think he was actually good on the track. Yeah, I think I just got too blown up in Sahai's gangster shit in this to to look back. But yeah, now like listening to you and going through my notes, yeah, he, you always gonna miss good. things on the first. You always miss things and I miss like artists on the first thing or line. Yeah. So it's like you know you got to listen to these things a few times. Mm. Um, well, I've been listening to this since 2014, so. <laughs> like I legit have and coming back after like six years and listening to it again it was like listening to it for the first time it was so fresh like come on let's all say it this is such an amazing mixtape like oh, I'm listening, I've been listening to it all week non-stop like for fun not just to review it just to like listen to it like it's so good all I'm saying is right now I like First, these, you know, after listening to the first three tracks of the album, I was like, God damn, you know, this is on the way to being amazing. I was super excited after the first three. And then Mandela hit track four. Mandela. Yeah, Matt wants to see, Matt wants to go. Favorite track of the album. Call me. Woo! You know what this track is? It's goosebumps. Like every time I listen to it, particularly like the first like half of the song, um, it's just I said, yeah, Sci High. Wow, Sci High goes hella hard on this track. Um, the beat bangs. I wish I like had my car. Um, I can listen mm-hmm. to this. Um, the background vocals and hooker empowering. Um, and the soft strings instrumental that begins to wrap up this song halfway through the second verse is pleasant on the ears. However. Listening to it this morning, I was like, "Oh, just give me back that that hard hitting beat in, in the first part of the whole song." Like in the second verse, it starts to sort of um, wind down, and I'm like, 
maybe I'm just being greedy, but oh, that that first half is just absolute goosebumps for me, and the, the second half is not bad at all. It's just like, oh, I just I just wanted more of that that first half, but still, <laughs> it's my favorite track. Um, the, there are dope bars I said embedded throughout the track that are, are presented in such a way that it um, sounds like Saiho is literally preaching to his listeners. Um, Although the following lyrics are not my favourite from this track, they deserve a notable mention in my eyes for their braggadociousness. Stop reading, mate. Stop <laughs> reading. Uh, okay. Yes, I'm I, saying, I, I say in this review that uh, say it to us now, live. Yeah, <laughs> just tell us uh, what you think. Okay, so these, these lyrics are amazing for their braggadociousness and wit. Um, but I'm soon to be the king. Fuck you and your team. Butter boom, butter bing. Yes. Don't like the way I rule my regime like the month before June and spring. Oh, it's just like, oh, it's so. <laughs> it's just like, I was like, hold on, the month before June, spring? What? Like, oh. <laughs> I was like, I, I got it eventually. I was like, that is so smart. Um, yeah. I said, I like, just absolutely fucked with this track. It's undoubtedly worthy of five stars. Um, and for me, that's two five star tracks in a row so far. So, um, yeah, this is it's just like it's just so it's just so hard. This track, like, if, I'm, I'll be so surprised if you boys don't give this wait, five wait, stars. Wait, wait, wait. Is this this track is harder than Huey? Um. Well, for me, I have like when you know how when you listen to a mixtape and then the next day you wake up with a particular song in your head. Mm. This is the song that I woke up with in my head. So That's really interesting. Sure. I'm no, not but, sure but if it's harder, but like it, yeah, you said the hardest. I don't know if it's the hardest. Mm. Oh, it's just yeah, I, I could be wrong. It's the hardest. But it's just I'm being uh, semantic, like you know, I'm being semantic. Yeah. It's the best. You, you meant to say it's like it's the best. Yeah, it, it, it's <sighs> for me personally. It's my favorite track at this moment on the album. Because it just gives me goosebumps. Yeah. Interesting. Because, yeah. yeah, I was, at first, when this song starts, I'm like, mm, it's such a different sound and I didn't love it. But then that sample kicks in and, God damn, I'm in all the way. Like, he, like it just, there's just something about that sample that elevates it and that hook is just epic. Like yeah. it just feels like a production vibe and you cannot listen to this song and not get sucked into that epic production vibe. But like, yeah. Matt, you said that his flow changes in the second beat, in the second verse, but I love that. The cool thing about Saihai, and this whole album has it, is he mixes up his flow to match the beat that he's rhyming on and it is so clean and so smart and so eloquent. Like, yeah, this was really good. Um, he had some more, you know, killer lines on it, like, you'll know I'm the best, but I swear you're in denial. And they don't want to say it because I'm better than they idol. <laughs> <laughs> but when you think he's good, I'm better than that. Um, <laughs> that is just, that's just braggadocious. Yeah. It's just multi-syllable rhyme it's really smart rhyme scheme and it's just a killer like this song as well i was my gut instinct at the start was like i know but then listening to the whole thing i was like 
five stars. Again, five stars. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Danny? I also agree. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, no, the beat is epic. I'm not, like, hardest, like, when I say hard, it, it brings up some kind of emotion. Like, Huey is hard. It makes me do something to my face when I'm listening to it. Like, this isn't hard. It is amazing, though. Um, it's just, like, epic. It's got, like, that African feel to it. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Like, like this should be, like, on the soundtrack to Black Panther or something. Like, it feels like... Yeah. Yeah. Um, the hook. Tell me you don't chant Nelson Mandela every time you, the, they put, do the yeah. hook. Oh, yeah. You do. You go, Nelson so good um it's like some cold yeah. shit <laughs> yeah. like sly has two favorite things to rap about and he does it on this song is drug dealing and how good he is at rapping yeah like that is that's all i ever want anyone to rap about is like you know gangster drug shit and just how much better they are than you so he's doing everything that i love um and he can back it up by actually being an amazing rapper. My favorite line, it's kind of corny, but my favorite line was, can't tell us shit if you ain't never spent time trying to sell a Nick just to get the car with the trunk in the front. Shotty, that's Ella. Best. Yeah. <laughs> just delivery of it. Like, it's, it's, it's kind of corny, but it's also kind of smart. Like, because, you know, luxury cars usually have trunks in the front. Elephants have their trunks in the front. Like, it's, and it's funny. And the way he delivers it, it's all in the delivery as well. Like, he sells that line to perfection. Um, he's also got like, some amazing other ones. Like, he's got that one, got pulled over by, by the police this week. They asked me why I got a fully loaded piece with me. I say, officer, I'm just trying to get home peacefully. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. That's my favorite, like says, favorite lyric of the whole track. Of the whole track. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's got so many. Like that's that's why it's fun to pick your favorite because it's possible to pick like five different ones on each track. Mm. Um Yeah, like and yes it's corny, like that line I picked is corny, but like he gets away with it. And I feel yeah. like I feel like other corny rappers like Eminem or <laughs> Joyner Lucas or Logic, if they said that line, it would come off 100% corny. But the way Sci High says it, it's kind of cool. It's because he, he does some, because he says some hard shit though as well. True. He says some hard shit. To, so, yeah, I, I like that. Like he says some hard shit so that he can get away with some corny shit. I like that. Yeah, whereas, whereas Eminem. Says a lot of corny shit, like yeah. so, in a know, row, he, like corny shit after corny bar after corny bar. Yeah, yeah it gets a bit tedious. Now, I'm not saying Sly High is better than Eminem, <laughs> but I'm not not saying it. <laughs> nah, Got to do a bit of inferring. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. But he definitely, like his punchline game is is top. Oh, top. it's outstanding. Yeah, it's five stars. I, I, I keep the heat right there underneath the seat. Got pulled oh. over by the police this week. 
Oh. I got this fully loaded piece with me. Oh. I said, officer, I'm just trying to make it home peacefully. Oh. Oh. <laughs> See, the way you deliver it makes it way better. Yeah. I just love the end. Like, Aaron, did you get it as well? Like, I'm just trying to make it home peacefully, like with a fully yeah. loaded piece. Like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yep. So good. Awesome. Next track. Danny, do you want to get into Napoleon? I sure do. Track five, uh, Napoleon. Bang. Track five, Napoleon. This is my favorite song on the album. This is, <laughs> this is like so many good punchlines in this song. Like, this is a punchline clinic. Rappers need to study this shit. Rappers need yeah. to study and learn how to, how to do punchlines from this one song. Um, this, yeah. 100% my favorite uh, song. However, if I have one tiny, 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 tiny complaint about the song, there are a couple of times where he delivers a punchline and then he explains the joke straight after. For example... Get it? Study abroad? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> well, he does, it, he does it a few times. He goes, yeah. he goes um, try to battle me. You're going to need paramedics. That means two. A pair of medics. Like, <laughs> like, it's a great line, but, like, let us work it out on our own. Like, yeah. it'd be way better if, like, on the second or third or tenth listen, the punchline actually clicks and you get, like, a whole new appreciation for the song as opposed yeah. to, like, being, ex- like, explained a joke. It's never funny if someone explains a joke to you. Yeah. Um, Eminem does it all the time. <laughs> um, well, he says, "Edit study abroad." Yeah, well, that's He's that's the other that exact line. That's the other one I was going to point out. I went into some classes overseas. Now all I do is study abroad. Get it? Study abroad. Do you get it now? <laughs> Look, he's yeah. he's just trying to he's just trying to help the simple listeners. You know, he's just trying yeah. to help them out. Yeah, like that's like my tiniest. Complain, and even then, they're still really good punchlines. Just, mm. just don't explain them to me. Um, yeah, other than that, like I've just gone through and just picked like all these punchlines that, that were like contenders for my favorites. Like, I never went to school for writing, but I'm still good with them essays. So mm. funny. Yeah. You're gonna need your liquor license just to fuck with my bars. Yeah, I chose that as one of my favorite. That's oh. just so good. Uh huh. Uh-huh. My mind is so deep. I swear that you couldn't fathom this. It's just, just, just uh, witty writing. Um, like not only that, he also has like great flows. Like, and a helicopter full of helicopters for sounded like Andy Milanakis on the teleprompter. It just sounds. Good. He's a good rapper. Um, can I? I want to guess Matt's favorite line. Can mm, I guess yeah. Matt's favorite line? Yeah. Rap is like college. I'm working <laughs> on my doctor because I already mastered it. <laughs> Did I get it? Did I get it? That was one of them. It's not the one. This this track posed um, a. Um, well, there's also the line, you know, we ain't in the same class. Your algebra, I'm calculus. Hey, that's my favorite one. I was getting to that. 
Yeah, that's definitely my favorite one. Like, it's just, it's just such a good way of saying I'm better than you. He has a million different ways of saying how much better he is than you, and every one of them is funny. Um, sorry, sorry for dropping out there, boys. Um, oh, I thought you had finished. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> sorry. I, <laughs> um, that this track poses a challenge for me, as you like alluded to, Danny. Uh, I I couldn't pick my favorite track lyrics without like writing down a few. In fact, I wrote down nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, as well. Yeah, so I mean that one was on there, um, but I also love the, the closing oh, line. I was just um, about to get to that. I love um, we ain't in the same class, you algebra and calculus. That's um, my favorite. I love now it's Greek mythology because I run with the gods, as in like you know Kanye West's um, Jesus, you know streetology because I'm one with the stars. You got mm-hmm. the, that that one that you bought is mentioned on, but I love how he finishes it. Puff and cigars leave the show to a lovely menage. <laughs> he's just, he's just like a, he reminds me of like, um, what's it, how would I describe? He, he's like a classy rapper. He's like a, an educated, <laughs> yeah. he's like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. and like, I feel, I feel like he really plays on that with the, the content of this song. It's all about going to school and, you know, studying and like, you know, working on your doctorate. Like it's all, it's got an educational theme, this song throughout it. So, he really like plays on that um, wisdom that I think he has. Um, I also liked, um, oh, this is a good one. A pound in a food saver look like a head of lettuce. <laughs> Still, <laughs> um, and steal my metaphors like I never said it. And I mm. love how he delivers that line. Like, mm. It's like, he's like questioning. He's like, I never said it. Like, come on. <laughs> uh, that's a great one. Um, how you on how you a gangster but on Instagram emoji in. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And he also has like this line, I love that like bullet wounds left in my friends with the ugliest scars. Revenge, I'll get you even, but what are your odds? Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's just like, mm, I'll get you even, what are your odds? Wordplay. And you know Carmen oh. um, is gonna finish the job. Uh-huh. It's so good, but like you know, the gangster with the Instagram emoji <laughs> reminded me of Fifty Cent because he's always <laughs> posting like you know emojis and like just weird. Sometimes it's funny shit, but other times it's just like, but mate, what are you posting that shit for? Um, <laughs> finally, now I'm pulling chicks at night, feeling like Scorpion. The way he pronounced it, I mean, it's obviously Scorpion from <laughs> Mortal Kombat, but I love that pulling chicks like Scorpion because one of Scorpion's infamous moves in Mortal Kombat. Is he unleashes that sort of um, rope um, from his arm that then uh, flies out and attaches onto an enemy and then pulls them closer to Scorpion. And then as he's doing that, he says, get over here. And then like you hear that in the, um, in the, the rap as well. So this like, yeah, this is a, this is a five star track. I'm like, mm-hmm. I found it hard to listen to this and, and review this in the sense that I listened to it so many times before so if I had probably never listened to this, this may have been, like Danny said, the, the best track of the album. But, like, because I'd heard it so many times before, like, I don't know how many times I've listened to this. Like, I've watched the music video for this, like, countless times because I, I think it's, like, really cool. And I just like seeing Sci-Hi, to be honest. I like putting, like, a, a face to the, the raps. But, like, I don't know. I just I, – I, my one thing with it is – do you ever get that, like, you know, do you ever, like, listen to a song so, so many times that you just kind of, like, 
oh, this sounds bad, but like, you don't want to like, loses its replay value. Like this song for me now is like Stan, for example, from Eminem. Like I know Stan is an absolute classic and it's a great song, but I'd prefer to listen to Huey. I'd prefer to listen to Mandela now because I've listened to Napoleon so many times because I was dumb and didn't go listen to this mixtape <laughs> in its entirety earlier. I purely just listened to Napoleon. So yeah. like I've sort of lost, it's, this song has lost its appeal for me, but I know it's a five-star track and I know it's dope, but it's just like, yeah, I'm just like, yeah, next, move on. By the way, this song is better than Stan. <laughs> what are your thoughts, Aaron? Look, I'm going to say, and I think we've kind of loved this song to, to death a little bit, and, yeah. like, like, it's really clear we all love this song, but I'm just going to say all you hear is bang, pow, onomatopoeia, then I'm gone, five stars, my favourite track of the album. Oh, we synced up. We synced yeah. up. That's so cute. Matt, <laughs> <laughs> you're a loser. You're a loser. <laughs> but you know what that means? Matt's favourite song was Mandela. Mine and Aaron's song, favourite song was Napoleon. It's all downhill from here, baby. <laughs> maybe, maybe, boys, like, maybe I jumped the gun. Maybe I shouldn't have mentioned my favourite song until, like, the end of the album, like, when we'd all gone through everything. Uh, I was going to say it when it came. Okay. Yeah. Well, mm. I guess no time like to find out what happens in the rest of the album. And, Matt, and again, one of your favourites, an interlude, <laughs> you know, Woo! track. Six interlude, Matt. Give us your review. The king of interludes, <laughs> guys. I was only playing about Mandela being my favorite track of the album. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to call it now. Like this yeah. interlude is. <laughs> um, but three stars again. It connects to the. the it connects and expands <laughs> on the first stars. prelude. Three stars. Um, hey, take your stars lead. and shove them up your ass. They're worthless. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's just it's nice that Sci High keeping to the the story on this. Um, yeah, like I said, it, it, this is actually the first time I said it makes it feel more like an album rather than a mixtape to me. So I'm, I'm, I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, nah. yeah, good. I love it. I love it. Don't yeah. skip it. Don't skip it. No, nah. but no need, Matt. You've said everything that we think about it. So I think. We and should just more. move on. Move on to the next track. Number seven, Be Great. Don't be good. Be great. Yeah. Who wants to be great first? My least favourite song on this on the mixtape so far. Um, okay. Oh, I, was, I thought you were about to say my least favourite song on the mixtape. I was going to kill you. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to be like, <laughs> what, are you, what are you listening to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What did you think I said? I thought you you were just going to stop and say worst song on the mixtape. <laughs> <Don't> stop. Oh, <laughs> no, it's it's my least favorite on the mixtape so far. Yeah. Um, Saiha's lyrics here, I just didn't feel were as, as strong as they were on previous tracks. The hook is just very very basic and repetitive, and I'm not a huge fan of the beat or the background vocals. Mm. Um, I do like Tupac's spoken word introduction. Love it. Um, I, Love yeah, it. I, I watched anything um, that's not actual rapping, Matt. You'd love. <laughs> yeah. no, but this I time just, he's right. This time he's right. 
No, because like I, I watched, I've watched lots of like interviews of rappers, and Tupac is um, one of them. And I, I've actually seen him like say this this particular line or these lines in the interview. So I immediately like connected with that. So I like that. Um, and I also understand Sai has choice to use like this like an an upbeat tempo um, as like. Tupac spoke an introduction, the upbeat tempo match with the, the like I think it's an overall motivational message of the song. Um it'll be good, it'll be great. Um, <laughs> it just it just didn't Catch quite it. hit the mark. Yeah, it just didn't quite hit the mark for me, unfortunately, so it's a three star track. It's mm-hmm. what it's just as good as the interlude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know I actually no, I, I think I should point out how I score the inter- like I score the interludes and the, the tracks separately so uh, for an in- interlude at three stars this for an actual track at three stars mm. but That's yes nice. they are the same because <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thought this track yeah it wasn't my favorite of of the ones that we've listened to so far like I've given well, what is it four or five star tracks so there's but there's a point where you just can't sustain that. But um, <laughs> like, yeah, I just this out this sound again just didn't hit me in the right way. You know, we come from songs that just have this catchy, epic, like gangster vibe, and into this one, it just didn't hit as well. Um, but he had some cool lines here, not as many as in the previous songs, but like any word to trigger squeeze. So before you leave. Kiss your seed on the cheek. Tell them, don't be good, be great. Mm. It's just a cool message, like, you know, that everyone, that, you know, common saying of, you know, your dad saying, be good. Be good until your dad comes home, be good. And it's like, it's just a cool message. It's like a real nitpick on, you know, everyone just says be good, but being great is so much better. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, I gave it four stars. Like, this is still... It's up there. You can replay it. You can probably chuck it in a playlist. Yeah. You know, there's still Ryan's here. It's still really well structured. Um, it's just not as good as his other ones. Yeah. Well, it, when you when you start your album with Huey into Mandela, into Napoleon, one of the best three-song stretches in any mixtape or album ever, like it's gonna be hard to keep going, like you said. Those three songs in a row is mind blowing. But you add the intro into there, and that's a four yeah, yeah. song stretch. Like you know, the intro short, but you know yeah. that's four songs of just absolute fire. But, but I think it's even stronger if you just take the three songs in a row, and it's yeah, I agree. And it's Huey Mandela and uh, Napoleon. That is even stronger. Uh, but anyway, maybe that's why he threw the interlude where he did because maybe he knew that "Big Great" is not as great as the others. It's only good. Yeah, uh, maybe. Could I mean, right. the interlude. The interlude also leads into this song, really. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, I am in the same boat as you, Aaron. I also think it was four stars. It's not. It's not horrible, and it's not amazing. Um, and it's actually very good in parts. Like when when the song starts, whatever that beat is, is like it's really messy and I do, it mm. doesn't sound good to me. It, as the song starts, it's like oh no, this is this is no good. But then it starts going to that mm, 
like that vocal sample starts yeah. and then I'm into it and then I'm loving it. So there's parts that I don't like, which is bad. And then there's parts that I really do like. So it makes up for it. Uh, but yeah, the hook, nothing great to me. Like it's not as catchy as anything that's come before. So, but Psy High does not disappoint, I reckon. I think he's got some good bars, like you say, Aaron. Mm. Um, honorable mention goes to. I always say I can fuck your T and your apostrophe. I mean, it's just a cool way of saying that there's no such thing as can't. Yeah. I mean, you can say that or you can say it in a way cooler way. But the one line, do you guys know the line that I'm about to say? Um, no. Matt, do you know yeah. what I'm about to say? Yeah, I do. No, but I mean, I kind of think, I kind of have a vibe as to which one. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I want you to say what I'm going to say. Um, I think it's a collection of these. Check my credentials. I got sentimental value every time. A sheet of paper touched my pencil. Mixed determination with potential. So ahead of my time, my mind is eastern bar. I'm central. <gasps> no. Because oh. I, I think I know. I think it's waiting the rental, a lot of fights, a lot of robberies. I wasn't injured when the pussy shot at me. So I solemnly swear the flow. This is Scarface mixed with, with the old. Prodigy. Prodigy. Oh, <laughs> actually, I did notice that in the in the thing. I was like, "Oh, that's a shout out for Danny." I was like, "Oh, is that going to be his favorite lyrics?" Though, okay. Oh, yes. I mean, any shout out to Prodigy is going to be my favorite lyric. That, that's it. <laughs> Full stop. Like, and, and the way like this is Scarface mixed with the old Prodigy. Like, first of all, so has he has great taste. Let's be honest. Um. And then secondly, he says the old prodigy. So he has the opinion that prodigy was like in his prime in the, you know, the infamous hell on earth days. That's exactly what I think. And then he fell off, I guess. Like he wasn't as good after that. However, he was the greatest rapper alive when he was releasing those albums. So I just like the idea that Psy High is influenced by and like takes inspiration from my favorite rapper of all time. I just yeah. think it's like, it's like really comforting to me. Like he's specifically picked out old prodigy as he is a mix of Scarface and old prodigy. So that is a hundred percent my favorite line, but overall, like nothing blows me away. Uh, but there are elements I do really like. So it's four stars. Like it's solid, but it's not five stars. Next track, track eight. Do the shit for Baskia. Oh. I might kick this one off because um, I just, there's this hook, I think we can all agree, is so catchy. Yeah. Like, it is what you remember from start to finish. You're like, hmm, I didn't know I'd do the shit for Baskia, but like, <laughs> I do. And like, that's exactly how I felt. I was like, I don't know who this guy is. And but I don't give a shit. I'll do it for him. But like I looked <laughs> but this even as well. though you don't know who he is, you know what it represents. Yeah. Just you know like I didn't know who Basquiat was, I had to look it up. But you know that he means like he does it for the art. Like I was so impressed with his art references here. Like it's oh. really impressive to see how many times he references different like artists. I'm not talking about you know, rap artists, I'm talking about like actual people who paint and, you know, all these different people like Beethoven, Mozart, Bach, you know, sex isn't art. It's just like Picasso. 
So don't do it for me, do it for Basquiat. Oh, it's just really well structured. Um, he just hits all these different points and he just kind of shows off a little bit of intelligence here. Like he's got, you know, a little bit of understanding of more than just hip hop. Like he he has worldly background. He's got verse, he's well versed. And then, you know, you go back to Napoleon, he's talking about school, and you're like, well, looks like he actually did do some of the school because he paid attention. <laughs> you know, he talks about my fans follow me everywhere, my van go. I, I love that line. I love arts. It's just wordplay. It's just yeah. so smart. Um, yeah, this is five stars. This is just super catchy. This replayability is there because you just do that shit for Basquiat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a banger. It's actually a banger. Um, yeah, I'll go. Uh, yeah, but basically I, everything that you said, Aaron, is exactly my thoughts. Like everything you said is, is what I wrote down. Like the art references just across the whole spectrum of the arts, musicians, fashion designers, painters, like the Beatles, Van Gogh, Girl with the Pearl Earring, like it's all in there. Like it's you can't pick it all up in one listen. Like you'd have to listen to pick up everything. Um so, yeah, the concept is amazing and he pulls it off. Did you say your favourite line? Um, I think, like, there's nothing that's super gangster here. I just liked the sexes are just like the car. So don't do it for me, do it for Basquiat. Yeah, like, yeah. I just love that, how it flows into it. And I love that my fans follow me everywhere, my van go. Yeah, yeah I picked that. Not That's that's like a, my honourable mention. It's just so funny. Um. Kind of corny, but it's good. Uh, I know the one you're gonna. I know exactly the one you're gonna say. I don't know. I really don't think you do. I yeah, think I you do. go. You go. All right, go. Born, born to be the greatest. So <laughs> I'm the best overall. Oshkosh, but gosh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, seriously, because because um, I don't know. I just I, I. It's kind of like it's kind of going off what you were saying before about it being sort of a bit corny, like. Yeah. This is a this is a, a bit corny, but it's also fucking funny as well. Because obviously, Oshkosh Bagosh are an are an overall like company yeah. or yeah. design overalls. Obviously, so it's just like knew that, and we had to look it up. But once you know that it's a children's clothing brand that specialises in overalls, yeah. Then to say, born to be the greatest, so until my body rot, I'm the best overall hush gosh begun. That is just the best way to say that you are the oh, best. It's hilarious. It is oh, it is really funny. Like yes. yeah, I just I love that there's a brand out there, Oshkosh Bagosh. Because yeah. if you don't know it, like, you know, none of us have kids. So none of us are like into children's brands, so we would never know. And when you hear it, it's so funny just a guy saying, I'm the best overall Oshkosh Bagosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that your favorite as well, Matt? I had four on here. Oh, that was one true. of them. But how how did you know that that one was my favorite? I just don't well, I, I, possibly because uh, it could be because I've never said that before. Nah, you've played this track with me before. And okay. Even even despite it being years and years ago, there are certain lyrics in, throughout this mixtape that for some strange reason have like stuck out to me and I can like 
almost hear you saying them like, <laughs> yeah. to me. Like my favorite, yeah. um, my favorite mixtape lyrics, which I'm not going to reveal until the end. Um, I chose because not only do they make me laugh, but I can literally hear you saying them, and I just <laughs> I have fond memories of them. And it's just like it, it, I, I don't think the lyrics are even particularly like that. Like, oh my gosh, look at those multi syllables. They're just funny, yeah. like this line. Like, it's just, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I can't, I, wait. I can't wait. This, this, this line has you written all over it. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So, what do you think? Yeah, it's five stars. It's, um, it's the, the samples, beat, instrumental, lyrics, and hook. I love them all. I've said that at this point when I was writing this, I said this could be my favorite track of the mixtape thus far. Yeah. So, of course, it is worthy of five stars. So, it's interesting I ended up telling you that Mandela is my favorite because I listened – when I was listening to them this morning, I was like, all right, the two I'm going back to are Basquiat because I wrote mm. that on the review and yeah. Mandela. They're the two I'm and, – and I listened to them both and I was like, Mandela just gives me goosebumps, so it's got to be my five star. Yeah. I've got to be my favorite, but this track would, would be up there as well with mm-hmm. either equal favorite or second favorite. Um, yeah. It's just, you know what? In the favorite lyrics, I'm with you, Aaron. I put the favorite lyrics with a bloody hook. Ask me if I'm <laughs> on the radio. I'm probably, I'm probably not, not. But I don't do it for the radio. How funny is that? Like, like, some of my favorite lyrics are from the bloody hook. Like, I don't know. It's just like, this is such a well-rounded song. He's so, um, oh, he's just so educated. It just shows yeah. how smart he is like i picked up on what you were saying aaron i said the um uh, the, the um weaving several known painters singers clothing designers actors rappers like what was that line about leonardo uh, leonardo and a galado like yeah the beatles line this is how it would have sounded if the end was in the Beatles. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. And the Van Gogh line, like I only picked up on that because I was uh, following along with the genius lyrics at the time, but like that's amazing as well. So, um, yeah. yeah, this is this is an absolute classic. This is one you will go back to and listen to again and again. I just hope hope I don't like. I hope I don't. It doesn't become like Napoleon for me. Like I listen <laughs> to it too much. But I think what this has on it that Napoleon doesn't. This is probably something that I also say Napoleon doesn't have is this has a catchy hook. This feels yeah. like a song, whereas Napoleon doesn't feel like a song. Napoleon feels like a like a spit verse, like he's just yeah. going for it. Whereas yeah. this is a, like as as Fifty Cent would say, like any rapper can spit, but can you make a song? Well, this is proved that Sci High can make a song. Well, I would say that not any rapper can spit, but you know, um, yeah, it, that completely different. It, what? You know, Sahai is doing here is showing his range, and that's he's got. You've got to give him huge props for that because he's, you know, got gangster beats. He's got you know that African style beat in Mandela with the epic vibe. He's got Basquiat. Like so far, you're like this dude has amazing range, and you're like could be amazing. Yeah. Before we move on to the next track, can I just say we don't do this pod- podcast for the radio. <laughs> 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 but isn't that do it for really... dead end hip hop, baby? <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, isn't that just it though? Like, we're like, the reason why we are, like spend all the time listening to these albums and writing reviews and you know doing the podcast is because we love like hip hop. So it's like, 
this song speaks mm. to all the people who love hip hop because it's like, you know, this is why we invest. We invest ourselves. Well, anyone who likes music. art, anyone who's into art, and who's like, and it doesn't matter which type of art form. If you're into it, it's not about you know the the props. It's literally you just do it because you love it. Yeah, actually, that's 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 really true because he's he's referencing so many different art forms. So, mm. yeah, this song I think this let's song is. Wait, let's be honest. We're not doing this for Basky. We're doing this for no one. No one's going to listen to this. How <laughs> dare you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we are doing it for Basky. We're doing it for Basky. Yeah, exactly. That's what. This is our theme song now. Yeah, we're doing. You know the what? Show. This. I feel like this song is like a fine wine. This will only get better with age and like, yeah. yeah. Mm. No, I'm like, for it. But the thing is, like, I did say Napoleon's my favourite song, but I've been in like, I've been listening to Sci High since 2014. I have gone through phases where this was my favourite song. But I think just overall, gosh, gosh, gosh. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, See now you've got me second guessing if Napoleon's my favorite song, but like I think it is. But Basquiat is a real contender, and there have been periods in my life where Basquiat was my favorite song. Yeah, and I think we can all see that. All right, we're gonna you know talk about this song so much that we'll never want to speak about it again. Thanks for listening to the show. Please like and subscribe the Slim Fitty and Biggie Committee. Follow us on Instagram at the underscore Slim Fitty Biggie Committee. And stay tuned for our next podcast where we'll finish off Saha the Prince's The Black History Project. Bye for now.